Welcome to the FWG News Podcast for September 2022. I'm Resolute, Public Relations Officer for the FWG. And I'm Kate Shaw, Vice President of the Guild. Oxford Comma, our virtual convention, will take place on the weekend of October 22nd and 23rd, which is just around the corner. Woohoo! Yeah, I'm excited. Same. There's still time to get your panel suggestions in or volunteer to help out. Contact us at furwritersguild at gmail.com. To celebrate Furry Book Month in October, the Guild will have a book bundle for sale. We're making the final selection of novels to include in the bundle, and we'll make an announcement soon about how to order it. So keep an eye on the website at furrywritersguild.com. Proceeds from the bundle will be shared equally with the authors, with a portion going to the Guild. We also plan to run a flash fiction contest again as part of this year's Oxford Comma. Details should be released in a week or so. And here's our market roundup for September. Lost Boys Press has an open call for an anthology titled Empire of Beasts. Deadline is December 1st. There are several anthologies by Armored Fox Press still seeking submissions. There is a furry horror erotica anthology with a tentative release date of 2023. There is Isekai Me, where the protagonist or integral character must have been transported to a different world. And Children of the Night with Goth Furries. The deadline for all of those, of course, is when they are full. So if you have ideas, if you have stories, get them in sooner than later. Then there is Oh Mer by Red Ferret Press. Deadline is ongoing as they have various themes. Then Fenris Publishing is currently open for submissions of novels, novellas, comics, and games. Zooscape, meanwhile, will reopen for submissions on December 15th. Then the Voice of Dog podcast is always, always open to story submissions and is especially eager to feature diverse voices. And as always, you can view our Furry Writers Market on the FWG website for more details and to keep up to date on all the open markets. Yeah, we've actually got quite a few right now. We have quite a few, which is very good to see because, you know, especially with COVID and cons shutting down, there were, you know, we lost goal and who knows how many other small presses. Yeah, it's been really quiet for a while, so I'm glad to see things picking up a little. Indeed, indeed. We need more books to read. We do. (laughs) And we need writers to write them. Yes, write faster, everybody. (laughs) Okay, I'll try. (laughs) No, not you. You're doing great. We don't want you to. We don't want you to overheat your brain. Oh, my brain's already overheating. The the weight (laughs) of story ideas just multiplying and (laughs) piling up. Next, we have an interview with Dayu Dicha, an artist and writer I met recently at Furry Takeover, a small convention in the mountains of North Carolina. He had the table next to mine in the dealer's den where I was selling books, and he was selling art and taking commissions, including a commission of mine, because I was right next to him. Nice. And there, Yeah, it was actually a lot of fun. I had so much fun at Furry Takeover. It was up in the mountains. It's beautiful. Everyone awesome. was really nice. I sold a bunch of books, got some art. I, I bought almost as much stuff as I sold. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. It's, it's, I think it's the old furry meme of furry is just the same $10,000 passing around the community. <laughs> But during a quiet moment, I was able to interview him, and we it was it was very brief because 
the Nerf Wars was going on at the time. The Nerf gun. Uh. I'm sitting here with someone whose name I have totally forgotten. <laughs> oh, um, I'm Dayudicha Worldworks. I create graphic novels and paintings. All right. So you have a specific um, new project coming out that you're working on now. It's a graphic novel. You wanna, uh, what's the name of it? Do you have a title yet? The title is kind of working, um, but the main like title for it is uh, Eden's Fable, and it's meant to be like very fantasy and very um, like high fantasy, like unicorns and magic and that kind of stuff. Um, it's an anthropomorphic graphic novel with LGBTQ themes and stuff like that. Oh, that sounds amazing. So where are you in the process? I mean, you said it was hopefully coming out within the next year? I, I'm, that, that's, that's a hope. <laughs> um, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm currently working on, like, the first volume of it, since there's going to be multiple volumes taking places, or taking place in different places. Um, so that like you get to see a big amount of the world and you get to see like adventures and stuff like that. I, I have other projects going on um, other than just that that are like very different like genre wise because I like to have a big variety of things to be able to like interest everyone um, and hopefully being able to handle all the themes that I write well because I think that's super important instead of misrepresenting certain themes and just not quite um, writing them well. Uh, I think it's important to be able to write things well and in a respectful way mm -hmm. rather than just <sighs> not being respectful about some yeah. of these things. Yeah. Well, that's good that you take the care for that. That's wonderful. So you're not just a writer. You are an artist. And in fact, I commissioned a really cute badge from you this weekend. So how is the process? Well, I guess I was going to say, how is the process different from just writing um, versus writing and graphic arts? But you do both. So how do you approach, like, when you get an idea, how do you approach what you're going to do with it with the novel? Um, what I kind of do is I... I I, I kind of let it like fester in my brain a little bit. <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> I, yeah, it, it, it's supposed to be like an infection. You're thinking about it and you're like, wow, this is a really cool idea. I really want to like write something about it. And, and you, you, I kind of honestly, I do like initial like character designs and concepts because for me, the characters are the main focus usually. Um, their dynamics and how they interact with the world. The world itself isn't as much of a focus as the characters themselves oh are. Round two begins. So, do you have world building in advance that you're working in a world you've already? Yes, all of my graphic novels um, that are anthropomorphic, and even some that aren't all take place in the same like I guess universe because there's actually like interstellar um, like more sci-fi aspects even though some aspects are more high fantasy and others like you, you think it wouldn't work but it's like no, a that huge sounds amazing. timeline <laughs> that sounds so cool um, I've spent like <laughs> days thinking about this because <laughs> no, I was like great. trying to fit in one of my graphic novels uh, into like the universe that this is all taking place in mm -hmm. and the first two um fit very well because the first one, the Eden's Fable, takes place later than the horror one that I'm working on. It takes place earlier than that one. However, um, 
so they have slightly different aesthetics, but they very clearly take place on the same like world. Mm-hmm. Um, and even even in Eden's Fable, I have it planned out where they actually get to visit the city that the horror one like is set place in just mm-hmm. hundreds of years earlier. Oh wow! Um, because it. I, I try to make it work so that the aesthetics are similar, but it's very clear that they are two very different kinds of novels. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the sci-fi aspect is like more like future in that timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, everything is like set in the same universe that you yeah. built, but at different times and in different places, and sometimes like looping yeah, and back to the same area. That sounds fascinating. It, it helps, like, bring some of these things, like, together, and it has, like, very nice, like, cohesion, mm-hmm. um, because it's an already existing universe. It's like the, like, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, sometimes I call it the furry cinematic universe. No, that's awesome! I love it! Uh, <laughs> even though it's not, it's not movies, it's just graphic novels that I yeah, worked on. Uh, but, but, yeah, I, I, I hope to have at least Eden's Fable out by probably this time next year. Mm-hmm. Um, at least the first volume, maybe even earlier if I get around to it. Yeah. But the rest of this year, I'm probably going to be working on like commissions and mm-hmm. um, other like responsibilities that I have. Yeah, that takes up a lot of time. It does. Yeah. It does. Well, earlier you were talking about um, your process of, uh, and now I can't even remember, and it was so interesting. What was it you were talking about a few minutes Social ago? Social media evolution. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Well, and, and how that ties in with your work, because you, you said you posted a lot of um, actual yeah. fiction and so forth um, on Twitter and so other places. So, yeah. Um, uh, so, Twitter is kind of my most active social media. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a stretch. I don't, I'm, I'm a very, like, um, reserved person. I don't really like talking to people. Mm-hmm. Bunch. Yeah, it took me, like, 15 minutes to, to talk you into me hitting record. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Sorry, but but I I used to be just basically a writer on Twitter, and I used to mainly um, just write. Um, but the thing is, is I don't really write like actual prose anymore. I just really don't have the attention span to work on that. Um, and then I, I moved more towards like anime and and like anime fan art and stuff like that, which you know. That got the clicks, but like that wasn't really what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I was just kind of like the furry kind of slowly seeped in because <laughs> my like best friend's a furry and I was like, mmm, <laughs> this looks like fun. Uh, and, and I try to, instead of just being like, ooh, woo, furry, I, I try to like have a lot of lore and stuff mm-hmm. for my characters and trying to slowly release it all because it is a lot of stuff. <laughs> Um, like I, I, I have a note on my phone for, for the like horror graphic novel that I'm working on. It's like multiple pages long of just information about a character and about oh, the wow. world that they're living in. And so I, I, I've like st- slowly started posting more furry stuff with um, lore and, and stuff like that on, on it as well. I'm trying to build that like universe and, and that kind of following. But it's easier to post a lot of that lore more to on um, for affinity, or really, a lot of it is on my toy house for these characters, which is a uh, character like archive site where you just have like character profiles, and you can even post like actual fiction with it. 
Um, however, I don't really post the actual fiction as much as I just like add images to my characters. <laughs> Um, Do you have anything on Sofari, or is it just Fur Affinity? And I just use Fur Affinity uh, and, and Twitter mainly. Okay. Um, because I, I, it's hard to keep up with more social media than that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but really, I think um, what's, what's a really cool, interesting thing that is really... I mean, not new, unique to me, but I, I know a lot of people that have done this, and I was like, oh, this is really cool, I want to do this too, is um, I, I try to draw a little bit of something, even if it is just a little sketch or doodle with each piece of lore, so if someone has like something nice to look at, and they're like, how does this relate to the lore that I have like posted? Um, and, and they can see that and, and be become like interested in my like graphic novels and my writing and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so the the art comes with you know when you're yeah. working on it you have the art and the the writing part sort of mm -hmm. I don't know I, sort of comes to you at the same time. Yeah, I, I try to draw a little piece with mm -hmm. most important pieces of lore. Mm -hmm. um, and another thing is like on in the back of my graphic novels I want to include all of these pieces that I draw oh, for cool. these characters. Mm -hmm. um, even if they are like different kind of art styles, some are like painted and others are cell shaded. Mm -hmm. um, so that like when you're buying like a physical graphic novel from me, you are you're also getting all that extra art for that character, mm -hmm. or for the characters in the stories and stuff like that. Awesome. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Well. Um, where can people find your work now? I know you said you're on Twitter and for Affinity. Do you want to share that? You don't have to. <laughs> no, no. I, I, and I it's can put hard links to, like, in the show notes too. If yeah, you can't yeah. Remember, so. Well, see, the thing is, is my my username is so hard for people to like spell out just from the sound of it. Oh. And a lot of people just forget my username in general because it, it, it's literally it, it's gibberish, basically. It's, <laughs> okay. it's gibberish that sounds like Latin. Um, because like my my main aesthetic for most of my stuff is like. Greek and, and Roman and stuff like that. Oh, that's awesome. I can't believe that only just came up. <laughs> that's so cool. Um, this sounds like an amazing project. Yeah, if I, I could get it done. <laughs> <laughs> you will. You're working on it all the time anyway, even if you're not actually Listen, physically Listen, I, I had my best friend to like harass it. me about it and be like, you need to, you need to work on that. <laughs> well, cool. All right. Well, I will put your contact information in the show notes. Um, I just have to get it from you because there's no way I'll remember it. And thank you so much. Thanks again to Diodicha for taking the time to talk with us. Check the show notes for links to his work. Awesome. I'm reading a book right now. Ooh, what yeah. you reading? What you reading? I got a library card because I just moved. <sighs> ah, yes, I just moved to the big city of Knoxville, Tennessee. So I have a Knoxville library card now as of Friday. Um, there's a mystery series I've been reading, and there were two books that I haven't read yet. So mm -hmm. I was able to check both of them out, and I'm in the middle of reading one. Nice. But this is actually furry-related books, because oh. even though they are just like mainstream mysteries, the main character is a dog. It's oh. so cute. They are really cute, fun books. Um, they're by Spencer Quinn. Um, the mm -hmm. one I'm reading, I have the, the next one 
called Of Mutzamin, which is the nice. the most recent one, I believe, that I haven't read. Um, and the one I'm reading right now is Heart of Barkness. Heart of Barkness. <laughs> so they're all punny. I love, I love, the, it I, is, I love it, these names for yes, some reason. You, you could very easily have written <laughs> these books, I do believe. But, but yeah, the books are a lot of fun. They're... Um, main character who narrates it is a dog named Chet and um, his uh, owner is a private investigator. It's very funny and also very good mysteries. But what I love most is that Chet feels like a dog. Like if a dog could really narrate a book, this is what they would sound like. It really nice. is very cute. I mean, he forgets stuff all the time. He has no clue what is going on. And of course, the reader reading between the lines is having a lot of fun. But yeah, so that's all cool. basically that and moving is all I've done. <laughs> what have you been reading or writing or doing? So I am still working on um, getting a couple stories set up so that if slash when I launch a Patreon, I will yes. have content for it. Oh, yes. But I've been, so I've been writing some of that. And then I've been reading actually through my um, boyfriend's stories. He, oh, he posts writes a lot too? Of, he writes oh too. Gosh. He writes a lot better than I do. Oh, well, that's debatable. But I'm sure he's great. He, he is a very fantastic storyteller. Oh, that's awesome. I had no idea he was a writer, too. Why didn't he you is. tell me? <laughs> <laughs> but no, he usually goes by um, Of the Wilds. Mm -hmm. And he actually, I think one of his stories, um, The Dragon in the Dungeon, was or may still be the top story on So Furry. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And it's very much sort of a thing where it's like it started off as just a one-shot erotica and then turned into a sprawling multi-novel length series that will just take your heart and go, oh, these are nice feelings that you have. <laughs> and then have you laughing two pages later. So lately, he also posts on Wattpad and Patreon. Stories that I've been going through of his are... The two most recent were Rivaramek the Resplendent and um, Pledged in Blood. Oh, cool. I love those titles. Anyone looking to get into it, I would recommend Pledged in Blood is a good start. Mm -hmm. um, Dragon in the Dungeon, both are on So Furry. You know, just very excellent. Um, Pledged in Blood does not have any erotic content in it. Mm -hmm. um, Dragon in the Dungeon does, so... That may or may not affect people's decisions. I will put links in the show notes, too, so people can find these stories. Well, I'm write reading and you're writing and reading, so I think we're doing pretty good. We, we are trying our best in these uncertain times. All we know is that there are still lots of books to read and write, and Oxford Comma is coming up. And Oxford Comma is coming up, yes. Yes. For more information about what's going on in the Guild and the larger furry community, or for information about joining the Guild, visit our website at furrywritersguild.com. You can find furry market listings, links to our Discord and other social media, and the forums which are open to everyone. Thanks for listening to the FWG News Podcast. Until next time, if you're looking for a sign to start writing, this is it.
Next, we have an interview with Dio Dicha, an artist and writer I met recently at Furry Takeover, a small convention in the mountains of... Can you hear my cat? I thought I heard something. There he goes. There he goes. My cats. In between the echoey apartment and my cats. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. A small convention in the... <laughs> <laughs>